10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good evening, everyone, and this is the 18 Wheels Talk Show Podcast, and I am your host, Professor Tori Wiley, and we are the raw and uncut truth about the CDL industry, and today's topic that we're going to be talking about is the best and worst independent contracts in 2023. So as y'all know, I always got my favorite co-host with me. Give it up for my girl, Frey Pusher. Hey, y'all. And my boy lover, Boy Lamont, is back in the building. Yeah, boy. And our girl, Neek Neek, is out doing her thing in the CEO industry. How was y'all weekend, everyone? We took a... We took a slick day last week. We had to get our mental right for President's Day, for Obama Day. That's what we go call it, Obama Day. But President's Obama Day, Obama. we had to get our heads right. So what y'all do for the weekend? What y'all been doing these last couple of weeks? Working. I've been working. Yeah, That's working. the name of the game. Everybody got to work, work, work. Get that money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Try to tear this day on the floor up. Working on my mental health. Working, yeah, that's the been about. Yeah, that mental health is always important. I think everybody needs to take the time off for themselves and, and take a mental wellness break. You say you've been working on that that floor level, boy. How that how that how that's going? Oh, uh, you know it's it's gonna be hard work, but somebody got to do it. Hey, just make sure you put some gloves on, <laughs> some gloves and some 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 goggles on because that stuff is going to be flying that's ceramic towel right yeah ceramic towel yeah yeah it's like i told you it took me like what it took if you consistently going at it you can knock it down in one day it's going to take all day but you can knock it down it's just the cleanup that you got to do to get that mess up Mm -hmm. you know so i want to thank everybody for coming into our 18 wheels talk show podcast you know we got the raw and uncut truth about the CDL industry. And we also want to get some of y'all truck drivers in here and start joining us and tell us y'all story. We want to hear from y'all. So if you need anything that you want to talk about, how you got into the game, the ups and downs of the CDL industry, being an independent operator, being a company driver, we'd love to invite you to get onto our podcast and share your story. And make sure you go to that 18 wheel store and cop you some of that 18 wheels water like freight push your dog been drinking that 18 wheels water all day long i see your your dog love that water <laughs> grab it off my head i'm like geez, back up let me put it in the bowl i'm telling you that 18 wheels Wait. water is good and the summertime is coming we're gonna be pushing it more in the north but we already moving it in the south so it's just like we're gonna be moving them water packs all summer long so go on to 18willstore.com check out some of the new products that we done put on and we'll have some new summer products and make sure you check out that water so you can quench your thirst we'll grab you some of that water hey and you know i left my water in your car bro i was mad as hell when oh, i dear. got out your car i was like damn i was like damn like you watched him he's like you sure did <laughs> hey he ain't even let me know Nate. he ain't even let me know he said oh i got you one so yeah but i'm gonna ship some up more for us so we can have up here so we can have our own special cases in there so love a boy Let's get into these sports because I, I heard homeboy hit seventy one yesterday, and I'm like, oh man, he going to get drug that. tested. <laughs> yes, he did. Woo! This is my time, your time, man, prime time. What a time to be alive! I'm talking about in the NBA, man. I, there's no one thing about the NBA; it never disappoints. Things will go up, things will go down, but one thing is always going to be a winner. And yesterday, over the weekend, basketball, in effect, let's talk about it. The Kings took on the Clippers. This game was back and forth. It went into double overtime. We had the Kings 176, the Clippers 175. Man, talk about putting 
points on the board. You had De'Aaron Fox. He had 42 points, 12 assists with two rebounds. Malik Monk, 45 points, six assists with two rebounds. DeMontis Sabonis, he had 20 points, four assists, 10 rebounds. Professor, tell him what that was. I guess it was a double-double, brother. That, see, that's something that I used to do on the court. Used to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, double-double, yes, yes. And let's talk about those Clippers because they did not disappoint Russell Westbrook. Man, he come from the Lakers. Now he's in the Clippers. New uniform, same building. Kawhi Leonard, though, he had 44 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. And Paul George, he had 34 points, 5 assists with 10 rebounds. And Russell Westbrook, 17 points, 14 assists with 5 rebounds. But the Kings get the win next game the Grizzlies took on the Nuggets the Grizzlies 112 the Nuggets 94 let's talk about it the Grizzlies and this one Ja Morant he had 23 points and four assists and seven rebounds Tyus Jones 17 points five assists two rebounds and Desmond Bain he had 10 points Four assists with five rebounds. Let's make a correction. The Grizzlies had 112. I knew something was wrong because Morant was pouring it on. But let's talk about those Nuggets. We had the Joker himself. He had 15 points, three assists, 15 rebounds for a double-double. KCP, 11 points, one assist with one rebound. And Joe, Joe Green, he's still getting it done. He had 12 assists, one of points, and four rebounds. And the Grizzlies get the win this was another game man the Celtics took on the 76ers the Celtics 110 the 76ers 107 let's get into it we had Jason Tatum in his bag he had 18 points 6 assists 13 rebounds counterpart Brown he had 26 points 3 assists with 4 rebounds and you had his other man White Dillon White 18 points, 2 assists with 1 rebound. But let's talk about Joel and Beaton, boys. They had 41 points, 5 assists, 12 rebounds. James Harden, 21 points, 8 assists with 6 rebounds. And Tobias Harris, 19 points, 1 assist with 0 rebounds. But let's talk about this game. This game was just back and forth. But they were down 27 points. If you don't know, you will know. I'm talking about my team, the Lakers. The Lakers, 111. The Mavs, 108. Kyrie Irving in this one, he had 21 points, 5 assists, 11 rebounds. Luka Doncic, 26 points, 5 assists with 9 rebounds. And Tim Hardaway Jr., 17 points, 2 assists with 4 rebounds. But let's talk about LB. Jay of the Lakers, 26 points, 3 assists, 8 rebounds. Anthony Davis, 30 points, 4 assists, 15 rebounds. Freight Pusher, give me some help on that one. What was that? She don't know. It's a double-double. Why are you trying to play with me like that? Hey, 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 you got to be looking. You got to be looking for the alley-oop. Let's talk about Schroeder. He has 16 points. Eight assists, one rebound. And Jared Vanderbilt, he had 15 points, one assist, 17 rebounds for the double-double. And the Lakers get the win. They were down by 27 points. But let's talk about this man. I'm talking about, woo, dang time. The Rockets took on the Blazers. The Rockets, 114. The Blazers, 131. Jayshon Tate of the Rockets, he had 17 points, two assists with Two rebounds. Alaparaz Singwin, he had 17 points, five assists with 10 rebounds. And Kenyon Martin, he had 14 points, four assists with eight rebounds. But let's talk about my watch. It's always ticking. It's like a Timex. I'm talking about Dame Time. Dame Lillard, he had 71 points, six Ooh, assists, six 71. rebounds. Jeremy Grant, 13 points, one assist. And five rebounds. And Naster Little, he had 11 points, two assists, and nine rebounds. 
Dame Dash, he won the three-point contest on the All-Star. He's back doing it again. He just can't be stopped. Some say if he was in another team with another jersey, man, it would be, he would have a, a phenomenal career. But he says he likes to stay in Portland. He loves it like that. He loves it in Portland. But, man, this kid, he's going off. Here go some more notable games. We had the Wolves take on the Warriors. The Wolves 104. The Warriors 109. The Raptors 93. The Cavs 118. The Bulls took on the Winners. The Bulls 102. The Winners 82. That's going to be all for the NBA. Man, what a time to be alive. It was interesting. That All-Star game was weak as hell, but yeah, you yeah, know, <laughs> they need to go ahead and just get rid of it. <laughs> for just real. like the Pro Bowl, you know. But I heard you was sitting back eating hot dogs. Oh, the there you go. <laughs> hey, he was sitting back listening to all the Afro beats. You know? Actually, I was playing cornhole while I was watching the dunk contest, and I lost Is that. that what you, hey. If that was I lost at that, that game. <laughs> no, cornhole, brother. Oh, I thought you were playing corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> he got jokes. <laughs> Woo, let's get into it. This this weekend was one of those weekends. Uh, you got you had to get some type of fighting going on, and they put a little something on for you to your enjoyment. We had uh, Tyson's fairy brother. He took on Jake Paul, and uh, this this was like a boxing match, but Jake Paul just was, he wasn't experienced with Tom Fury. Tom Fury, learning from his brother, the heavyweight champion, you know, the man who put Dante Wilder on his butt. I'm talking about the king himself, the, the gypsy king. Yeah, Tom Fury, man, he learned a lot from his brother. He was connecting all over Jake Paul, and man, Jake Paul went down in the eighth round. Man, Fury, he could be a boxer. Then you had um, Tommy Lee versus Natalie Lund. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, these are the girls from Baddies West. You know, my kids got me watching this show. I told myself, I don't watch this kind of nonsense. But I've been lately checking it out because every now and then, there's always a fight on there. Tommy Lee was talking trash. And Natalie didn't want to see what was up with her. And so what happened was, Natalie came out with them bombs. She actually took this little training a little more than uh, Tommy Lee did. Because Tommy Lee just had enough and they had to stop the fight. Yeah, Natalie none took care of business. And then you had uh, Mayweather. Mayweather was fighting. Man, I mean, everybody was fighting this week. Mayweather was fighting some unknown guy. It was an exhibition. Yeah. And, uh... It's one of those things, man. Mayweather, man, he they say the, the ring wasn't as filled as it could be, as it should be. And for the money he was asking, man, Mayweather got to come up with a better business plan. But, you know, he's all about the dollar. And so the money team, when he gets the win, you know, and that's going to be all for this week in sports. I'm just thinking about that 71 points a day, though. Woo! Yeah, he did the damn thing. Mayweather is people catching on this game like you're doing all these exhibition fights but you're not fighting for that title he, he don't want to fight that with that title so like why are you going to end up spending all this money to go watch an exhibition fight when it doesn't mean anything like people want to yeah. see him put his title on the line so until he put his title on the line he bet all he could have just had that filmed and had people just pay for a uh, pay-per-view you know, in, in his own boxing ring, he would have probably made made the money just off of the fights and stuff instead of trying to do the arena. But he better uh, push that franchise because I think his day is numbered. That's the first Mayweather fight I've seen with nobody, hardly nobody there. Yeah, man. Uh, 50 Cent commented on it, you know. But, but no, you know he going to call, man. <laughs> he said that uh, it was people there like, like, 50 Cent show a, a arena with nobody in it, but then they show some pictures. It was people there, but not nearly enough as uh, he thought he was. Maybe they came late. <laughs> Maybe they got caught up in the storm. I don't know. Give it up for that boy, lover boy, with them sports. Always on time with them sports. Brother dropping 71 points. About to be sent to go take a drug test. Frey Pusher. Give us some of that anoint, man. We've been on for a week. Let these people know how they feel it. 
Hey, 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 y'all. So the truth is, sometimes your biggest losses become actually your biggest gains. Sometimes you do not end up with the person your heart chooses, but, it's, but instead you discover the person your heart needs. And sometimes it is within the hardest seasons of your life that you are softening to all of the growth and all of the learning that will help for you to discover a version of yourself that you are proud of. Sometimes when you feel like you are falling behind, you are actually falling into a journey that is better suited for you, that will unfold in ways you never allowed yourself to dream of. At the end of the day, you must remember this. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. The universe does not take without giving, and it is within the messiness and the aches of life where you will finally be introduced to the beauty, where you will finally be introduced to the light. And that's your girl name for the word of the day. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that was uh, some good anointment that you did. You know, I needed that. Felt that in my soul. Yeah, I felt that, Nate, man. That was good. I mean, I love the way you make us feel. Give us that energy. Make us want to go light some, uh, what is that? That What's the things that you, the sage and get all, all of that out of the air. <laughs> get all that negative energy out of there. So... Make sure y'all go on the 18 wheel store and cop y'all some sage because we do sell that on the 18 wheel store so you can get rid of them demons that's around you, you know? But we're going to get into this podcast topic and today we're talking about the best and worst independent contracts in 2023. Now, if y'all know, y'all know we into the trucking industry and a lot of people are trying to get trucks and, and get into this industry, but it's, they're not doing the research. It's all about the research at the beginning. Some of the hardest things that people don't understand is they just looking at the dollar signs. Boom, boom, boom. You can make this money. You can make that money. But they not looking at who is the best people to go with. Now, some of the contracts that we've had is FedEx Ground, FedEx Custom Critical, NFI, Maven Logistics, Roadrunner, and so on. Now, we're going to discuss some of these contracts. If you're going thinking about getting your own rig, that you need to be aware of some of the things that you don't want to deal with and some of the things you will take a deal with. No company is perfect. I'm going to tell you that 100%. No company is perfect. Every company, these big companies, they do have a lot of BS with them. But it's just up to how much BS are you willing to stand. So let's get into what you think we should get into. Let's get into NFI. NFI is a great contract for people to have. I'm going to tell you if you're first, if you're getting your own rig. Reason why I say NFI is a good contract because they have a lot of customers that they serve. They serve Kohl's. They serve Staples, um, Trader Joe's, and so on. One thing about NFI is you, if your money is not as big as you want to be of getting your own authority, they will provide the insurance, tags, plates, everything you need, even including your EOD, and you pay it out of your settlement. So that's one of the first contracts to get into if you, but one thing about, I didn't like about NFI is the pay is not as high as some of the biggest contracts. It takes too long to get your base pay up. Some contracts start at a dollar ten cent a mile, which is very low in this industry. You know, with eggs costing twelve dollars for twenty-four ten eggs. Yeah, buddy. So, with that, you get the base rate, and then you get your fuel surcharge. Now, people always ask me, "What is a fuel surcharge?" Fuel surcharge is a national average of what the price of fuel that they'll give you. So, the national average for fuel is changed every week. So, you have to have a sheet. And you can check it on online on the national fuel average the, the prices adjust so right now the, the fuel surcharge is about 46 cents a gallon 46 to 45 cents a gallon so what that means is whatever your base rate is and if your company gets you the fuel surcharge you get that added to your to your mileage your base rate so if it's 110 you do the math 110 plus 145 cents you can get 155 a mile which is kind of low, you know, in this day and age. But well, like I said, 
it's a good beginning contract to get on. And they have a lot of home every night. If you type of person that want to be home every night and you want to get your own rig, they are a good contract to have. Um, another contract after NFI is FedEx Ground. Now, everybody know that FedEx Ground is all independent operators. FedEx has four subsidiaries. They have FedEx Ground, FedEx Custom Critical, FedEx Freight, and FedEx, what is it? FedEx Freight and FedEx Express. FedEx Freight and FedEx Express are company drivers. So don't try to go looking for putting a rig on at FedEx Freight or FedEx Express. FedEx Ground and FedEx Custom Critical are independent contractors. But they operate totally different. FedEx Ground will make you learn how to run a trucking business. I'm going to tell you that 100%. FedEx Ground is very strict on everything that you do. Everything. For your rig. For your drivers. For safety. Their number one priority is safety. So if you're doing something unsafe, they're not going to want you. Or they're going to take your contract away. FedEx Ground does have plate program. They do have, if the stickers, all of the programs you need to get on board, plus they have one of the best insurances to get. But one thing people don't know that FedEx Ground is, once you get that route, you own that route. So when you own that route, that means when you get tired of FedEx Ground, you can sell that route and make money off of it. You can sell it with your equipment or you can sell it without your equipment. The goal is what a lot of contractors do is build the routes up and then they sell them for more than what they got them for if you know how to work the system right you can get a fedex ground contract without spending any money some people just come in and buy people's routes and start their own routes that's not the way i went uh, i went the the long way of getting in the system building your points up and then be able to get multiple routes and then build it up and sell it so if that's something you want to do if build your company up then go to fedex ground Push, you got any any contracts on your side that you want to discuss before we get into the rest? A lot of people love Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> love Amazon. The rates, the rates are good. Um, a lot of them like doing a lot of local stuff lately. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of them been sticking around with Amazon. I like Amazon, though. It, they got some, it's kind of the basic um, requirement that you got to have in trucking anyway. Like a million dollars, a hundred thousand, but I think the big thing is that Amazon is going to require two million instead of um, a million. Got you. Because see, with Amazon, you have to have your own authority. So that's the difference with Amazon. You got to go out and get your own, your MC number, your DOT number. You run in as you, as your own independent. You just get the work from Amazon. Yeah. And Amazon got some good work. And they do, they'll put you in a contract. Uh, they, got, um, they got like the regular, the regular load, maybe $5. I'm talking about for the box trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they pay pretty good. Um. And a lot of people, I will say, I feel like they do get really congested because um, so many people start there when they're coming into the truck in. But they do have some good rates. I like them. I like yeah. Them. Amazon's going to stay busy for a while. Long term. See, I remember when Amazon didn't even have their own trailers. And what happened, the reason why Amazon ended up getting started shipping their own stuff through independent contractors because... FedEx Ground screwed up one year. I think it was back in 2015. FedEx used to haul all their stuff. All of it. And FedEx got so they had got so backed up with Amazon with the surge of Amazon that they ended up getting their own trailers. I mean, it was so bad that the, when I was at FedEx Ground, they had the news up there because people didn't even get their packages until after Christmas. So there's people banging on the banging on the, the gates and stuff. They had the news out there. FedEx Ground closed the facility because people wanted their package. Their packages was at the terminal, but they didn't have enough drivers and staff to deliver it. And then they closed early on Christmas Eve. So you had all these people up here in a parking lot when they packages and they couldn't get them. So Amazon was like, nah, we not having that anymore. And then all of a sudden you just saw seeing all of these trailers being transported to terminal places with Amazon on the side of them. 
and that's when amazon got into their own contract decide so they could ship their own freight so honestly fedex ground messed up and amazon capitalized off that and they started their own independent side and i know a lot of guys that's on amazon you know they will run you you know if you got a team out there they will run you can make some serious money running with amazon but you just gotta have a good team out there running amazon yeah, yeah that's that's one thing they i've learned about amazon strict about how they want the like yeah because amazon everything's computer even side of the warehouse there uh, someone told me that they got fired by a computer <laughs> yeah, Amazon. <laughs> how you get fired by a computer you didn't even get fired by by a, a real person you getting fired by a computer because amazon got robots in their warehouse that's why they laid off so many people because if they can lay off if they can get the robots to pick the orders what they need complaining at people in the warehouse they don't need them and the robots don't need breaks they don't <laughs> they don't need breaks they don't need health insurance they don't they need, need anything and they don't get hurt <laughs> so yeah i gotta yeah this the big liability and that, and that's that's what the industry is is coming to today it's like us as human beings we don't want to do it you know how many people who you know y'all probably don't want to work in a warehouse i i know y'all sure y'all have worked in warehouses before yep. it, it's a miserable feeling to be in this place all day some of these warehouses don't have no ac you just in this sweating all day amazon. i worked at for amazon in their warehouse and i did work on the truck neither will i go back to. <laughs> i know ups ups is uh, ups was one of my first warehousing jobs and i was a loader i load i used to load the 53 foot trailers mm -hmm. and i last it was a part-time job four hours a day and i last two weeks no i last two months before my probation i quit before the probation i've never quit a job that was the first job i ever quit so I tell people, you go to UPS. If you're not gonna stick it out, then do your two weeks and leave. Because if you if you quit, they're gonna blackball you for damn near life. Like I've been blackballed from UPS. I cannot work at UPS. I don't know if I can work at them now. I tried to come back, and when I got my CDL and stuff like that, they was like, "Oh no, we can't hire you because uh, <laughs> you used to work for us back in '98." And I'm like, I wasn't even 21 yet. And they still, they held me that long. I think it was about 10 years before I could even apply for a driver job for UPS. you still can't do nothing for Brown. What? <laughs> 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 so UPS is was one of the hardest jobs, you know, working inside of that warehouse. It's hot inside of the warehouse. You have to load the floor. Same way with FedEx ground. You have to load in the floor of the trailer, close the floor load the trailer they come inside they audit your your how you load it they audit the wall so if you build you build a wall as you putting the packages up and if your wall is leaning they will pull you out that trailer and put you somewhere else and make you do it do something else that's exactly what they do and i was like how y'all gonna audit but it's for the drivers because you gotta have a balance of weight so that's why they have to come in and audit to make sure that you're not putting too many heavy packages on the left and all the light packages on the right because it's a chance that that trailer could roll over when a driver making a turn or going around a curve so when y'all get in ups those are some of the things you want to look for ups is one of the highest paying company jobs i think their pay is no their pay is around 35 dollars max top out so if you a company driver and you're looking for something that's paying crazy stupid money uh ups is one of the places to go to but here comes the strictness you know is that 35 dollars you're gonna get a lot of strictness a lot of dot a lot of training a lot of this and that all the time so you got to kind of like balance balance it out if you're a person that want to be micromanaged then that's a place to go if you're a person that don't like to be micromanaged then that's not a place to go to work for uh what else we got next bro who we got uh, next what's up with um jb hunt jb hunt has been around for years i mean they kind of like got the game sold up but they just because they one of the biggest companies like jb hunt snyder and swift 
they have a good lease program when you pay that truck off see when people get into these lease program i did it to test it out and if you're not making the money all of your money is going to that truck so it's kind of best to try to come in with your own truck when you're running with jb hunt because jb hunt got target jb hunt got walmart they got a lot of contracts for you to pull on so jb hunt is one of the top companies that i work for i would try out if you go for independent contract after you try out a smaller contract but they are strict too um they have a high standard of safety as well as snyder snyder does so if you want to get into those jb hunt is good as an independent contract um but you're going to be running the road Just, you're not going to be doing anything locally unless you want to have a day uh unless you want to be a company driver they do have day cabs that you can drive as a company what, about, what we got uh, up next? What about um? Uh, well, I guess I would. I want to say uh, what's that company? Uh, CR England is that? Is that? Oh, they like the worst. Like CR England is our C. Yeah, CR England is the worst. Now they have some outstanding equipment, but these days these companies they have big contracts with Peterbilt, Kenworth, Freightliner, so they get all the newest trucks when they tear those trucks up. They get all the newer trucks it's like a they lease them and then you know tmc they get they run them for a certain amount of miles and then they recycle them get all brand new trucks western express is one of the worst companies to work for but one of the best companies if you're a new driver to get into like if you don't have any experience and you may have a felony on your record or something like that and and it's been hard for you to get jobs because you had that felony western express will hire you so I know a lot of good drivers that caught a felony two, three years ago. Companies like FedEx, they will not hire you. Companies like NFI, they will not hire you. Um, but Western Express, they will hire you because they looking at you as a whole, which I think is good because just because you made one mistake in your life like and you that. had to do some time, it shouldn't stop you from being able to earn. You spent all this money to go get this CDL and go to class and then you like, Damn, I can't even drive. So you you can go to Western Express, but one thing I'm gonna tell you about Western Express, they have a bad safety record. A very bad safety record, just like Swift. Swift will hire you just like Western Express with a felony. But they have a terrible safety record. I know y'all seen the videos on YouTube and online Swift trucks running under stuff and flipping over and all that. They have a terrible safety record. And then when they they might pay well, but if they got a bad safety record, then every time that you pass the scale, guess what's going to happen? They're going to see that Swift sign. They're going to see that CR England, that, that England sign, or they're going to see that Western Express, and they're going to pull you in because they know that their drivers are not doing what they're supposed to do. So they'll so pull like, you over. They'll pull you over on the road just based on your company? They can pull you over for anything, brother. It doesn't, uh, people don't understand, a, a DLT officer does not need probable cause to pull you over. Thank if you he know. don't like the way your truck look, he could pull you over. <laughs> I just want to check you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just want to check you out. They have the right to pull you over. That's why they say you can't have no weapons, no drugs, all this stuff in your rigs, you know. Well, you know, a lot of drivers, they, you know, you got to have something in your truck because there's some crazy people at the truck stops. At least a hammer. You could, you know, you can say that you use net for your tires, but you need to have something to protect yourself when you in some of these wild places. Crazy. Well, huh? I said, which I think is pretty crazy with all the crime and stuff. Yeah, you can't have any weapons in your truck. So if you get in there, you can't handle drugs in your trucks. But you know, drivers keep something to protect yourself. You can have a knife, but because normally drivers use knives to shave lines down and something like that so you kind of gotta like think about what you can have and you can conceal and have next to your door in case you baseball bat something like that just in case you run into an issue going into some of these tough areas so what about uh pit ohio how's their uh, play rate pit ohio oh man i pit ohio when i first got my cdl they would not hire me man they would not hire me I, man they was paying that was back in 
probably like 2001. They was paying top dollar back then. So top dollar was what, 20, 21 dollars an hour? So you was making 20 something dollars an hour. You was the shit back then. You know, you was making 21, topping out at 25. This was back in 2001. But Pitt, Ohio has a lot of their company. You know, they pay and they pay 100% on your health insurance. So that's why a lot of people like to go to Pitt, Ohio is because of the benefits. But Pitt, Ohio hauls freight. And freight is not easy to, to move. And when I say freight is not easy to move, like you delivering to locations and you got to unload. You could have like five gallons of paint that you take into a customer. You got to pull up, drop it, and use your lift gate and pull it down and take it into the customer and just delivering freight. And they do have line haul too where you're just running from terminal to terminal. And people don't understand what line haul is. That's just dropping and hooking from terminal to terminal to terminal to terminal. So it's a difference between line haul and it's difference between actually delivering the freight. Um, but they do pay pretty well as company, company driver. Uh, Walmart. Walmart is the top of the crop, to be honest. Okay. Top of the crop as a truck driver when people go to walmart they normally stay there and retire there but walmart only hires company drivers <laughs> they independent contract it out to other companies like jb hunt and snyder and nfi to put the owner operators to run it walmart if walmart were hire owner operators ring over operators that would be outstanding because you'll be making crazy stupid money but they won't do it they only hire company drivers and their company drivers are making like 110 110 115 a year ten thousand dollar sign-on bonus and all you're doing is delivering the walmart's and uh sam club that's it drop and hook no touch freight benefits are outstanding but remember to be the top of the crop you got to deal with all of the strictness you only you saw what happened to Tracy Morgan with that Walmart truck. You only can drive a certain speed limit. If you ever see a Walmart truck on the road, you never see a Walmart truck going fast because they watch everything from the inside of the cab to the outside of the cab. They want to see if the driver is sleeping. They want to see if he grabbing stuff out of his seat while he driving. They want to see everything, which I feel is an invasion of privacy. They must get you the know? new camera. That, that that it's called Linux 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 because yeah, uh, we got it over at the bus and uh, last what we for last we had it for about six seven months but I looked on my list and said things I need to work on say I was drowsy one time one time I have a seatbelt I'm like drowsy so they catch you yawning or any of that that jump everything it gives them alert. It also, if you even veer over in the lane, you know, you could be eating your snacks and on the oh, road. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, you oh, might, yeah. it, you veer over in the lane, it sends them an alert. Everything you do is sending an alert. So that's like the hottest new toy for uh, companies now companies. is to put that Linux up in that truck. And they can see everything they're doing. They can see every single thing you're doing. So if and you want to believe it's invasion of privacy, because I'm like, it is. You know, why are you why are you watching me 24 seven trying to see if I'm fucking up? That's what I'm saying. And the only way your privacy you gonna have in your when you doing your ten is you gotta close them curtains because they could be in there watching. How do you how do you know that they're not watching you when you're parked? Like right now, I'm sitting in a truck. If I had the Linux in here, how do I know if they're not watching me? on the thing you don't know unless you cover the camera up now certain companies allow you to cover the inside camera they don't want to see the out they don't want to see what's going on in the inside they don't have any problem you putting the tape in there because they do agree some companies do agree that it is an invasion of privacy all they care about is what's on the outside so they can protect them when it comes to insurance because that's all it's about is insurance Insurance is going sky high. I know y'all independent, y'all uh, owner operators, which y'all own authority. I uh, hear y'all paying outrageous prices. And the problem with having your own authority and you paying these outrageous prices for insurance and you got to deal with brokers, the brokers are the ones who's tearing your butt apart because they keep undercutting you and giving you these low ass rates. So these rates are terrible. These brokers are 
really raping owner operators yeah. dry. Yeah, the, the brokers, the brokers are there to just to you know make sure you know they make sure they keep making their money. They have to, and you got to negotiate with them. You got to negotiate them like, hey, you think you can raise that up a couple of ho- couple of more hundred dollars? You know, and they be like, you know, yeah, that's all I got. That's all but, I but got. Broker, I can't the, do it. The broker has a. I'm sure the broker knows his limit of what he can pay and what he's not going to pay. Of course. But it's up to you to get more. <laughs> it's up to you to get more or don't take the load. When I first got in the game, I had to learn that because... I can't hear you, Freight. Can you hear me? Yeah, there yep. you go. Yeah, I said I learned that when I first got in and the broker was like, I ain't got no more money. Then I was like, all right, well, never mind. We ain't going to take it. Then he was like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can do. He mm-hmm. wound up coming up with a whole extra 15. How you go from not having nothing <laughs> to coming up with a whole extra 1500? Yeah. I guess the thing is they, they want to see how desperate are you. Yeah. You know? Well, you got to know what your truck can do. You got to know. You got to know what your average fuel mileage is, what you're getting on your truck, how many miles you get into a gallon, how heavy the load is. You know what I mean? That makes a big difference because if you're rolling out and your load is like combined weight, you're going out with a 40,000 load and you got a combined weight of like 78,000, oh, you're going to be burning some fuel. That's a heavy-ass load. Some guys don't get it. they just like, oh, it's paying this and I can make this. But then when you get out there, you done spent... Twenty-five hundred dollars on fuel, three, 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 four thousand dollars on fuel. That's not making sense after that. It's not making sense. So that's what you got to look at the mileage and how much you're gonna spend doing it. You know, running that load, like a load from, let's say a load from Florida to, to, what is it? A load to Florida to Atlanta should pay somewhere that's about a six hour drive it should put you should make it easy close to a thousand dollars doing that you know what i'm saying seven eight hundred somewhere between seven to a thousand to run that low for six hours you know so if you get anything less than that then you're getting five hundred dollars to go from atlanta <laughs> to to florida then something wrong because that's six hours drive that's like what 500 and something miles so you got to calculate you got to break all that down and you got to know how how many miles per gallon that you're getting you want to be in the six range you know depending on the year of your truck i mean you can put seven and seven two and eight but you're only getting six six point five miles per gallon where like in a car you can get somewhere like 22 miles a gallon but a truck's only getting six six five seven point something miles per gallon and fuel is fuel has dropped down it's like down to i mean i saw fuel at 334 that's the lowest i've seen it in a year three dollars and 34 cents for a gallon of diesel that's the lowest just two months ago i was paying six six (laughs) twenty so what's really going on hey they're trying to help you out a little bit because they're gonna tax you another month but the rates gotta go up that's the problem it's all about the rates the cost of living everywhere is going up you could drop the fuel down for us to save money, but you still got to push yeah, our race up so we can up. make a profit. <laughs> That's what it's so, about, making a profit. So who pay, so, so far as rates, which company out here like pays the most on the rate where you say, okay, this is a great contract? Base rate. I mean, base rate. FedEx pays a great base rate. Roadrunner, they're paying a base great rate. Snyder. It's paying a base great rate. Yeah, like JB Hunt is paying a base great rate. Amazon is paying a base great rate. Other companies in FI, their base rate is low. Mm-hmm. It's very low. And then you get your fuel surcharge. What you want to be able to do is to get your fuel surcharge loaded or empty. Because some companies like Cohen, they do not pay fuel surcharge when you're empty. So guess how much you're getting paid base rate? 90 cents a mile so they want you to drive 150 miles which is three hours at 90 cents a mile now you got their trail on your back because it's empty they don't want to pay fuel surcharge unless you have a load on them so cohen i would tell cohen people who work at cohen as a as an owner operator that is not a good company to run for because you will 
be paying more money in fuel than anything. I tried Cohen. I did the lease program. You look at, oh, they're going to give me a new truck. Yeah, they're going to give you a new truck. You're going to pay that. But you, you're losing no on the fuel. You, you're losing on the fuel surcharge. The fuel surcharge is very important because that's like an extra $800 to your load. So if you're low paying $1,500, you get an extra $600 added to your fuel charge. That puts you into like $2,100. Exactly. You gotta have a good fuel surcharge. But if they're not gonna pay you a fuel only when you only when you load it, then how are you supposed to make money when you don't have a load? Because you gotta get places, you gotta get to. So basically they just paying for your fuel to get to the load. And they they not giving you nothing extra. They just saying, Hey, this is enough for your fuel to get to drive three, four hours to get to this load. But we're not paying the fuel surcharge well, until you actually How do they get away with it. that? How do they? How do? How do? How do companies get away with the shenanigans of doing things like that and survive? Because you got they got to understand it's all these all these trucking business out here, companies out here. But these guys like this still are able to hang around and to you know. Well, that's why. That's one reason why. That's how they save money. See, they get the contracts from companies like coin got bj's they run bj's so bj's paying them a certain amount of money per year to operate so they can pay for their fuel and then they paying them millions you know what i mean millions of dollars to run their freight bj's don't have their own own trucks cohen runs they runs their their freight so that's the way that's their rules like every company can make their rules of how they pay pay their driver and it's in their contract we don't pay this this and that we pay this this and that so i mean one thing with cohen is the reason why i say it's one of the worst contracts to have as a independent contractor company driver is the best to have but they don't they pay in regions so if you're in florida they don't pay nothing in florida but if you if you run cohen in maryland you're getting double what people pay in florida because the cost of living they say is cheaper in florida but florida's high as hell so if you you can get 46 cents a mile in florida but in maryland you'll get 68 cents a mile doing the same shit in new jersey they got a bj's warehouse new jersey and they're getting 68 cents a mile but they only paying 46 cents a mile in florida which is not fair they're doing the same work but just because of the cost of living is lower that's why and what made me leave cohen is what i'm an independent operator i'm on the lease program with your truck y'all taking money out for a maintenance account money that's coming out of my settlement i'm putting this money into a maintenance account so that's my money correct that's my money so what cohen i wanted to get an oil change on the truck so you know what cohen told me they was like you got to use your own money to, to do it so i'm like what do you mean i got to use my own money to to get an oil change i'm putting in 150 dollars a week out of my settlement oh well the engine specifications for pack car is 50 000 miles i was like okay that's manufacturer specifications but i like to get my oil changes 15 to 20 000 miles so what they got to do anything with what the manufacturer would say so that basically told me right then and there hey this is our truck <laughs> you change the oil when we ready for you to change the oil not when I'm ready to change the oil. And it's my money now. <laughs> it's my money. So he, he told me that, yeah, you can use your own money and go and get an oil change. I'm saying, so am I getting pulled out of my maintenance account? No, we only pay oil change when your truck hit 50,000 miles. And I was like, oh, nah. And I was done after that. Because you'll let me go out here and run this truck and you could possibly blow your engine to run that truck 50,000 miles without an oil change. Just because the manufacturer said, oh, this truck can go 50,000 miles. That's crazy. Exactly. I mean, you're running in all types of conditions. Snow, the heat is really when you burn in oil. And you telling me that I got to wait 50,000 miles? That's like four months. <laughs> yeah. So I say that's one of the worst contracts to have. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the worst. They've tried to raise their rates. You know they they hit people with the no credit check you know y'all got to be careful about you know 
when y'all want to go out and get these trucks and they hit you with this no credit check you can you can lease into that because they're gonna they're gonna take so much money out of your settlement for that truck so much money out you're gonna be taking you're gonna be looking at it like you paying like two thousand dollars a month when you could have went and got a, a a truck on your own and been paying less than that some guys if they get in the newer trucks they paying like twenty five hundred dollars a month so they honestly constantly on the road I talked to one of the owner operators. He told me he was gone for three weeks and his check was only $700. So can you imagine being on the road with your own rig that you're paying for and your settlement is $700 <laughs> yeah, that's bad. after that's everything bad. come out? I guess that's why some people just go, like you said, go work for Walmart. I mean, Walmart, if you don't want to deal with it, it's always risk and being working for yourself that's anything always. it's always a risk you get risk of your truck going down drivers quitting all that stuff it's always a risk when you get into this business but people are getting to this business and not getting their cdl i got so many guys that got trucks you know bro they giving us trucks they like here can you put this truck on this contract can you put this truck on this contract because they went out and got their own authority they don't have no cdl don't know how to drive the truck thinking that it's just so easy to go hire a driver then they get a driver on the road we got this one guy he put a driver on the road didn't check his psp report did not check his peers psp report this man had 16 violations on his psp report so guess what happened because he didn't check his ps report until after the fact this man crashed his truck crashed it flipped it over rolled it over they lost all the freight the truck is total the trailer is total and then guess what when you have a roller rollover you got to have somebody come clean that up let, so let guess how much it cost a hundred and ten thousand dollars to clean that up you got to clean it up and guess well, what his insurance only covered ten thousand dollars man but for our listeners out there you know let them know what the psp report is well the PSP report is what make a difference. People are always worried about their NVR. You could have an outstanding NVR. No points, no accidents. But if you get in a PSP report, it's to wean out the bad drivers. So if you get pulled over at the scale, you're getting violations, uh, out-of-service violations, uh, tires low, it's checking out your equipment. They put that on your PSP report. It does not go on your NVR. So, so say for instance you get pulled over and you got a two front tires that's low the 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 uh dot officer might tell you go put some air in it but he's going to put that on you when you got pulled over that you had two low tires so any violation that you get in a truck even if it's eld violation it's seatbelt violation speeding violation uh equipment violation even if you got a light out that's going to go on your PSP report and you get CSA points. So once your CSA points, what you say, Freight? I can't, we can't hear you. Oh, I say because it shows your five year crash and your three year inspection history. Exactly. And, and people, when you get up to 40, you might as well wrap it. We got a driver and she didn't even know and she got 37 CA, CSA points. 37. I have zero. I have zero. I went to an orientation and there was nobody in that class that had more than 10 and she got 37 nobody wants to touch her no company wants to touch her because she is a liability oh yeah so people pay attention keep your csa and your psp report clean it's not about your nvr keep that clean too because your nvr you can get tickets in your mv in your motor in your car right on your there. nvr that can go on your NVR, but it's not going to go on your PSP report or CSA. But when you're in a, a commercial vehicle and you're not checking your equipment out and you running down the street with no mud flaps on and lights out and stuff like that, all of that adds up to points. And that's what makes companies companies that don't want to hire you. It's basically so that you don't care about your equipment and you're not checking on your equipment. It's to wean out the and bad drivers. Anything can happen while you're out on that road and, you know, you definitely wean them out wean out the bad drivers and we let's get into one more this new contract that we got road runner road runner is a very good contractor for where they used to be at years ago road runner used to have terrible terrible csa score 
Now, with the CSA score, we just talked about PSP. The reason why companies don't want to bring you in because they go against their CSA score. So the goal is to keep their CS score low. So every time you pull into a scale, they won't pull you in for an inspection. And Roadrunner used to have a very bad CSA score five years ago. What Roadrunner did was they cleaned everything up. They got more stringent on checking contractors' equipment, making sure, helping them, making sure that their equipment is up and running correctly. Now, that's one of the things that you want when you get into these independent contracts. You want help. You want help with your maintenance because that's what keeps you down. So, Roadrunner has, if you put a truck on with Roadrunner, they have local, local trucks. You can get day cabs. You can get box trucks or you can have sleepers but the sleepers are what run the road from terminal to terminal and it's 100 drop and hook when you on the road terminal to terminal now one thing roadrunner does have they have rental programs you can rent if your truck is down for a long period of time you can rent a truck for them for 400 a week and if i has that same program but they charge you 150 a day so what's that about what 700 a week so look at the difference. You paying four hundred dollars a week, you able to still make a profit with your truck is down. FedEx Ground, FedEx Critical, FedEx Ground will send you to Penske and Rider, and they are the worst place to rent trucks from. Penske and Rider, they want five thousand dollars down, a hundred and ten dollars a day, and they charge you per mile. So by the time you bring that truck back, you ain't made no profit. You just keeping your contract happy. You ain't made no profit because they're their rates are so high to rent a truck from Penske or Ryder. But Roadrunner has that program. They have an outstanding fuel surcharge program. But you have to fuel in their network at Loves or TA. So if you go to those, those truck stops, you're basically, if the, if the fuel is $4, you're paying $2. So those are the perks that you want to look at of the way you're going to save money at. Because those are your biggest costs is fuel and maintenance those two are your biggest cause so i suggest anybody to check out road run if they're looking for local work if they're trying to get a day cab they don't you want to hit the road check out road runner check out uh landstar landstar is a very good company to run for they're one of the top companies to run as they're a hundred percent owner operator fleet but you must have a hazmat to be on with Landstar. So if you don't have a hazmat, you have to obtain your hazmat to be able to run their freight. So y'all check out this podcast. We'll talk more in another topic about best contracts in 2023. And we also want to make sure that we get some of y'all truck drivers in to share y'all stories of what y'all deal with, especially y'all independent contractors. And I like to hear from some of y'all, y'all owner operators with y'all own authority. Because I know y'all struggling out there with these rates that these brokers are uh, sticking to your ass. <laughs> For real. Y'all got any questions that y'all want to discuss about contracts in 2023? Uh, well, I guess the main thing is all these truckers out here, this day's got to be well when you get into a business of the CDL world. Hey, you got to say to yourself, do I want to go home? Do I want to be out? And most people who stay home, they're not going to make the money. When you go out, you make the money. It's just, you're going to miss your family. But it's the sacrifices that we got to make in order to keep the hope alive. <laughs> and look, I was just talking about Landstar. And the Landstar truck just pulled. I must have summoned, summoned him at the truck stop because he just pulled in front of me. And they, their trailers are nice. They got some nice trailers. And, you know, that's one thing you want to look at. The trailers, the company's trailers uh they not beat up um and another one thing about roadrunner that i don't like and i'm gonna tell everybody this before they go and do a roadrunner they charge you a weekly fee for using their trailers they're trying to get rid of it nobody likes it but the money makes the difference from the fee that they charge you so that's the thing that the most thing that owner operators you'll hear at roadrunner is that they charge a fee for you to use your trailers, which is really not fair to the owner operator because that's y'all equipment. So, you know, I talked to one of the, the head guys. He's working on to try to get it eliminated. So we'll just watch and see what happened. And we'll talk about it in another podcast to see if they did 
get rid of that fee. But as far as the rates, the rates are very good. They're very competitive with FedEx. Um, and that's one of the main thing you look at in all of the incentives. They even offer you health insurance for you and your drivers, like top health insurance. A lot of contracts do not do that. You have to go out and get your own health insurance and figure it out. So those are some of the goods and the bads, the worst things about independent contracts in 2023 that I know of. So if any of y'all drivers have things to share about the contracts that y'all on or want to touch spaces on y'all stories, just let us know. You can reach us at 18wheels1.com, send us a message, and we'll get back to you and we'll get you on the podcast and let us share your story of all of the troubles and and the good things and the bad things of the CDL industry because so many people are getting into it and they don't know what they're doing and and they're failing every time. So do your research, people. So I want to thank everybody for coming to this podcast. Make sure y'all check out that 18 Wheel store. Freight Pusher, tell them about them taxes because it's tax time where they can hit you up to get them taxes done. Y'all can hit me up at 470-965-4783 or you can hit me on Instagram at Trap House Mafia. Trap House Mafia. I'm going to put, you need to put that on a truck. That's what you need to put that on a rig, on a trailer like that. I know, know that's right. Well, I thank everybody for coming to this podcast and we will see you guys on next Monday. Yeah, boy. See y'all.